Hello, people. Hello. You're in for a treat today. We're headed into some dark territory today. <laughs> yes. This is the film room. I am Albert. Alasta. And today we're going back to the origins. That's right. This is our origin story cast. It wasn't recorded before anything, but what transpires in this episode did happen before the cast existed. So basically, we're just going to take advantage of the opportunity and see to it to use a chat log to redo it. As some of you may know, both Austin and I watched The Oogie Loves in The Big Balloon Adventure, which was, of course, a theatrical release sometime around August. August. It was released in August. Ugh, that's right. August. If you're not familiar with that, if you saw a movie any time during the summer of last year, you probably saw the trailer for it. The god-awful trailer. Please be reminded that once the show starts, if you plan on talking, if you feel like singing, and if you can't stop dancing, then you're in the right place. We are the Oogie Loves! And it's time for all you kids to get out of your seats and join us. Talk and I should join Susie, and me, Toofy, for a whole new interactive movie-going experience. We're singing along, dancing along, and playing along are all part of the movie fun. Can I borrow your blanket, please? Now we're moving. And only an event this awesome could bring so many cool stars together, like Tony Braxton. Loris Leachman. I hope you'll join me in singing and dancing. Christopher Lloyd. Jazz Palmateri. I'll give you oh, the house special. Carrie Elway. Don't forget to wobble. And Jamie Presley. <sighs> Holy mackerel. From the marketing visionary of Teletubbies, Thomas the Tank Engine and Friends, and Eloise. And Academy Award nominated director Matthew Diamond. I'd like sweet pickle, dill pickle, warm pickle, chill pickle, please. Oh! My favorite! I could use some fish all more right now! The Oogie Loves in the Big Balloon Adventure! This adventure doesn't start until you join in the fun! I can hardly wait! Only in theaters, August 29th. Rusty! Oh, sorry. And couldn't believe that they were going to release this in the theater. But indeed they did. Somehow. And it still baffles us that they released this in theater. Oh, it blows my mind. You know, it could be completely ignorable if they did not release this in theater, but the fact remains that they did, and it bombed. On a level of historic bombing. Yes, like something like, what, the lowest grossing opening weekend of all time? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a, if it's not the, it's in the top five. Right, for a wide release, should note. Of course. Which is pretty big. It's played everywhere. Yeah, it did. It wasn't in some like obscure second-run theater. It was in like your AMC or your, you know, the rave. And it flopped because it turns out that for a kids' movie to be successful, the parents also have to be able to enjoy the damn thing too. Yeah, and that's key. That's why so many there's so many family films out there that have crude jokes in them because they're also trying to appeal to the adults. You look at something like Wally, which will be referenced in this cast, or something like Up, and these are phenomenal films that you're going to love as a kid. Um, the recent re-releases of Lion King and uh, Beauty and the Beast prove that. Those are two films that are made for everybody. They work no matter your age. They're great films. You could infinitely revisit as an adult, as a parent, as a 
anything, and it will still be a great film. Hell, Beauty and the Beast won Best Picture, didn't it? It was nominated. It was nominated. It was nominated. It was nominated for Best Picture. That says something. It still played great. I mean, when I went to see The Lion King, it was great because everybody was singing along, everybody knew all the words, and everybody was tearing up at the same moments that teared them up as a kid. So, if that's the pinnacle of the genre, and I truly feel like it's pretty safe to put that stuff on that top tier, the Oogie Loves is the bottom. Mm-hmm. And it's our job to, this uh, afternoon to mine the trough and to take you into the depths. What this is specifically is it's a Facebook chat between Austin and I while we watched it in synchronous. So this is a dramatic rereading of that chat. All the emotions are very real. Oh, yes. I'm going to cut it together as if we were both watching it. We're going to share the horror with you. Lots and lots of clips are to come. Oh, pain is the operative word today. Oh, shall we begin? We shall. All right. Lionsgate, we will release goddamn damn thing. <laughs> That's right. Welcome to our movie. I'm Gooby, and I like scientific things like physics and engineering. Okay. And you're the weed. I'm Zuzi, and you're I'm girl. fluent in every single language. Even animal. Animals are not a language. I love to have as much fun as possible all the time. You're the rebel. This is the most amazing movie ever. We're gonna have so much fun. Lies, all lies, right off the bat. On my ass. Whenever you see these butterflies flutter across the screen, it's time for all you kids to get out of your seats and join us. Just make sure that you ask the big person that you came with, and they say it's okay. Ask the big person you came with? Seriously? It ain't your parents. They paid this person. Off the street. And, uh, this theme song, not exactly anything. Oh, come on! They're not even making contact with the instruments. No, they couldn't fake chords. Right? It's okay to sit down now. Yes, Dark Master. I love how the mouse kind of <laughs> Yeah, not completely. Like, the bare minimum of puppetry required. Like the CGI just now. That's probably the most expensive shot in the movie. It's fun to sing. Go away, mirror. Oh, God! Michael Jackson is back from the dead! And he's out for revenge! God, the mirror even sounds a bit like him. Okay, I want to make a point. This played at the Ray, usually popular multiplex in Little Rock. Good morning, Gooby, Zuzi, and Toofy, and you too, Ruffy. How's little Shloofy doing this morning? Aww, hello, Bert. 
Did that pillow just blow out the marijuana smoke he was holding in? Oh, he definitely was echoing the viewers. Luckily, he's still in his sleep cycle. How come J. Edgar isn't here? It's fun to roll! No vacuum, you're drunk. Get off the sidewalk. His name is J. Edgar. Is his mother a tollbooth named Clyde? <laughs> oh god. You roll your body forward! I'm afraid I've got some bad news. It's okay, J. Edgar. Wendy showed us. We'll get some more balloons. Here's the problem. They were the last five magical balloons in all of Lovely Loveville. Lovely Loveville. Yep, that's where this is set. We'll be a lot faster on our bikes than you'll be on your wheels. But... You can stay here with Wendy. I don't want to stay here with Wendy. She'll steal my soul. Perhaps you're right. Y'all know the magic words. Also, why is the window southern? I don't know. One, two, one, two, three. I think you need a belt for those pants, Toofy. I don't like belts. <laughs> okay, but every time your pants fall down, we're gonna say, Goofy Toofy, pick up your pants. All together now. Goofy Toofy, pick up your pants. Goofy Toofy, pick up your pants. They just said that. Twice. Just now. Goofy Toofy, pick up your pants, you waste of life. Are they dancing again? I don't even know what they're doing now. Is this part of the story? I'm not sure. Is the existence of a story too much to hope for? Oh, it is. Keep in mind, Pixar is the full department just for a story. This is true. We better commence our journey if we're gonna get back in time for... Sophie's surprise birthday party! The pillow is stoned and hung over. Let's go, Susie and Toofy. <laughs> the most awesome scene of puppets trying to pedal bikes ever. I know. Screw that frog in that 79 movie, whatever it was. <laughs> is that a teapot in a tree? No, it's a tree pot. <laughs> oh. Tree pot? Tree pot! Get it! What a totally square name! I'm like Jubilee Rounder, and this is like totally. Wow! You've got conspicuous tits! He really does. And Toofy? Your names totally sound like candy. Oh, oh, no. Who the hell is that? Is that Miley Cyrus? No, and Jesus Christ, they're chanting. It's time to get out of your seat. No movie, you can't tell me what to do! It's part of the indoctrination. Hey, I'm sitting still drinking. We'll be right back, Ruffy! Whatever, I don't wanna go anyway. I'm a lover, not a climber. <clears throat> Silly fish, trees are for kids. Did they just make a half-assed reference to tricks are for kids? Grandma Dottie? Call me my totally square new friends. 
What a pleasure to have you all here. Chloris. What are you doing here? Get out, now! Have you seen Raising Hope? It's really good. I have not. Still has skill. I know. My point still stands. Hard. Will you bounce a giant rubber ball? Would you run around in circles? Oh, circles. Okay, there's very clear ADR work going on, and very bad ADR. Oh, Jesus, you're right. And polka dots. Oh, I love polka dots. Polka dots, shake your body, shake, shake, shake your body. Okay, Kid Girl is moving a bit too fast. Stick your fingers in your ears and dance around in circles. Stick your fingers in your ears and dance around in circles? Is this safe? Oh, they're just screwing kids. Why are their parents more like? Speaking of, they're probably all playing Angry Birds in the theater by this point. I'm so glad this lacks the depth of that first 30 minutes of Wally. -E. So much has happened, and yet so little. There is so much noise. <laughs> Jesus, we've got an hour left on this thing? Her and Norman is in theaters at the same time. I know we share an opinion on that one. Yeah, I think parents would rather be seeing that in the theater next door. It's a wonderful film. Now would be the optimal time for the pants to fall. Oh, it will happen. Fun is climbing up. Just hold on to my string. I'll help you down. The balloon talked. I am a magical balloon it after told all. the kid to float down the damn 50 foot tree while only holding it. Yep. Screw drama or a chance for tension. Deus ex balloon. And this is from my grandma Dottie for your French Luffy. Like, thanks, Jubilee. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there go the pants. A couple minutes late. You piece of shit, get a goddamn belt! At least use a rope! <laughs> Good, Sloofy. Just keep sleeping. That little Toofy climbs like a squirrel after a nut. He's faster just like you. Oh, he's totally gonna bang the window. <laughs> We'd better find that second balloon. The next balloon is near the south end of Fun Forest at Milky Marvin's Milkshake Manor. Milky Marvin's Milkshake Manor? How did Shloofy's balloon get tied to that cow's neck? I'll find out. Moo! Moo! Moogie moo! Okay, I used to use moo as a joke with Amanda. You ruined something with my fiance. Aww, those bastards. Screw it, I'll keep using it in here. We shall overcome this movie. One pinchy pumpkin chicken swirl. Okay, Jazz Palmentary is here, who's trying way too hard. I'm expecting violence soon. I'm hoping desperately for it. I mean, he's giving his all. It's time for the new big drink 
What about you, fish? Oh, me? I'll give you the house special. Is that a bong? It definitely is! Anything to get through the part, I guess. Oh, if you want a milkshake, you know what to do. Watching moo, moo, moo. The, the sound of music. Not. A. Joke! It's just randomly in there. In a shake joint. Okay. I want a movie about these side characters. The humans? Ah, uh, the puppets we keep seeing. Ah, uh, the shitty cow costume. The Chick-fil-A cows are furious. It's not even a character, just a costume. Chop them up. Drop them in. And for you, fish, the house special. Peanut butter, pumpkin, nickel, pasta, plum pudding. And a pinch of pepperoni. It sounds disgusting. I would rather drink salt water every day. Oh, wait a minute. I already do. Speaking of, there's no water in your bowl. How are you not dead? Maybe he's in hell. This is hell. This is ours, too. Also, is there any educational content in this? I can't detect any. I mean, Sesame Street is packed with it. The, the dangers of weed? The pillow did a puff of smoke and there's a bong just then. Yeah, there's a really high, like, kind of weirdly high level of weed things. Not to mention, climbing a tree is definitely a metaphor for getting high. The next balloon is at Lovely Loveville Airport at Rosebud Airlines. <laughs> Okay, guys, we're heading to the airport. How's that plane going to take off with all that shit in front of it? See pigeon traffic controllers? I love that idea. That's awesome. Ha! <laughs> Actually, I think those are sheep. <laughs> missed opportunity. They missed an opportunity there. To be clever. Two red rose cupcakes. No, hold on. We're it's not. It's a roses. Gesundheit. Oh. Oh, poor Tony Braxton. She's in bad health. I actually just read an article about her before we uh, wrote this. Oh, really? Yes. What was what, what did I have to say? It was saying about I, I forget what the specific condition was. It's been several months, but I know she's been in very bad health. Really? Yeah. Well, damn. So you weren't kidding, then? No, I was not. I was not kidding about that at all. Well, that sucks. Yeah, yeah afraid so. Yeah. I didn't know the angle her character was going to take. Yeah. Uh, should we joke about this next part, then? Yeah, let's go for it. It's, the, it's in the movie. Ah, yeah, let's go for it, yeah. Someone get this lady some Allegra. Or, you know, weed. No kidding. And another hint. Okay, Birdemic had better effects. And good lord her cleavage. I'm trying not to be a pervert, but the film does cry out for it. It really does. All the female characters. This is weird. Or at least all the female human characters. Surprise birthday party! Do you sing? Sing what I sing and dance what I dance. When you're sick, 
Sing when I sing and dance when I dance. And she's all in red. This is clearly satanic indoctrination. Unbreak my account. Tell me y'all have money again. <laughs> I, I, I agree. And the sad part is that Braxton's doing this the same way she did her hits. She had hits. Oh god, what happened? I'm really not sure. And who are they performing for? The Oogies are in the fucking band. She's the version delusional. <laughs> Is this movie all in her head? I think that does make sense. Yeah. Will, will lovely Love Town be a snow globe? Oh, it will be. Her name is even Rosebud. Oh, kill me if this is a Susan Kane reference. I think it will easily. It'll just kill the balloon is all. But the balloon is an avatar? Christ! It'll, yeah, it'll pop, then reinflate for their sins. Speaking of, these are sentient balloons! Tell it to get the fuck down! Yeah! I need your help reaching the balloon. Cheer like this! Higher, Gooby, higher. Higher, Gooby, higher. Higher! More proof. Yes! Jesus. We're really not stretching for these jokes, are we? No. No, we're not. They're there. Is it just me, or does the balloon look like it's 30 feet behind him in those shots? It really does. The blue screen look is awful. Yeah, that literally made my brain hurt. You saved the third balloon, Gooby! It's all for the pillow, and he's just sitting there, not giving a single shit. What could that darling pillow be dreaming about? Inception reference? Could be. I gotta stop this. I cannot keep thinking of great movies. The fourth balloon is at Trippy's trailer and truck stop. Look for the truck that says Bobby Wobbly's Bubbles. Copy that. There, there's a trucker. There are dead hookers. Sorry to disturb you. You're not disturbing me. I can climb up there and get it, no problem. <clears throat> Gosh, no. I couldn't let you do that. That's much too dangerous, you know. Why? I never let anyone climb on top of my bubble truck. A bubble truck? Do you like bubbles? Yeah. What is this guy doing? As you wish. No! Fuck! Carrioles? Why? But damn, is he trying? Bubbles are awesome! You betcha they are. I'd say they're just about the coolest thing around. Okay, I'm calling it. This is the moment my spirit breaks. Okay, I gotta say this. The ADR work here really is off the charts. Elway's accent must be just insane. 
Uh, well, sure is more fun uh, the CG bubbles are atrocious. Yeah, because bubbles are expensive. <laughs> exactly. Soap is cheap. Water is cheap. It comes out of the damn tap. Here we go! Okay, I want to see Scare me. I know. He's acting his ass off. To tell the truth, he's kind of coming off as a pedophile. Come into my truck, kids. I have bubbles. Clearly. Clearly wants to take pictures. Notice no windows. Yeah, true, there are. This is bad. And they reference touching your ass. They do! Oh my god! G-rated people. I'm gonna wobble forever! Toofy's pants fell down again! <laughs> and his pants fell down! Bobby Wobble wants to pull down your other pants! I know you think dangerous, but I just careful getting that balloon. Come on, everyone! I have a spark! Oh good, they escaped. You know Dr. Seuss only had 50 words to write the cat in the hat with, but he created something brilliant with a message. Wasn't that green eggs and ham? I think I'm both yet in moments like that. Oh nice. But, I mean, my point applies to both. Gordon Explorer teaches kids Spanish. And it manages to be interactive. And quite witty at times. I mean, Sesame Street gives me some big belly laughs, honestly. Yeah, it still does. And it's witty at times. I can see the wire! and Penelope rescue the fourth balloon. And it wouldn't be a balloon rescue without Oogie Love's cheer. Snap, 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 reach for the sky. Snap, 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 twist from side to side and sing Oogie Love. Oh, I love that their theme song is an impromptu rap. How original. Go for Gooby. The fifth balloon is tied to the Wonder Windmill in Great Grass Lake. Over and out. Is that walkie-talkie a milk carton with shit glued to it? It certainly is. $20 million budget, people. That's right. All embezzled. And it hits me. There is no dramatic structure here. No! No sense of higher stakes. And any tension dissipates quickly. And kids love that. It's my Harry Potter bombs. Too much tension. That's right. I speak the English most Lamadu. We need to get to the windmill. <gasps> and holy shit, that llama puppet. Oh, this is so cheap. And he's Hispanic. Boarded at the top of the stairs. I hope El Sombrero is scientastic and adventurific and sparkaliciousness. Stop making up words. Getting closer and bigger! Good afternoon, my colorful friends. We are Lola and Lero Sombrero. 
Oh, damn it, I hoped it wasn't true. No! Christopher Lloyd is in an even worse part than I imagined! Why is he here? The man is a legend. God, at least they're not making him talk. You look troubled. We have to rescue the last gold balloon! We will help. El Sombrero will take you there. You must board the hat. The CG here is it's it's spectacular. It's 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 Weta Labs level right? Oh, absolutely yes. Oh, the the hat lands right on top of them, and they're still in front of it. Yeah, great job, guys. You must guide us, my little friend, friend. Tell us when we arrive. Please, place him on the window. And honestly, I pity an actress who was in Jerry Springer, Ringmaster, and Poison Ivy 3. <laughs> Ringmaster. I forget sometimes that Jerry Springer had a movie. I don't recall it when it matters. Little, please. A tune for our travels. We shall be there in no time. It's very important I, I honestly that we can't tell if this is racist or not. It is. The harassment is fine. Almost now, as if like she's trying as a way of flipping the bird the at the end. The <laughs> uh, I can only imagine Christopher Lloyd demanded more money to have to speak. Oh, absolutely. I'm looking out the window here. I will not get any closer. Could you dance faster? No. Why don't you stop dancing and get to the fucking controls? I don't mean to interrupt the whole jump, step, tap, clap, bap, sap, drop thing you got going on over here. But we're about to run into a windmill. They're about to run into the windmill. Someone called Don Quixote. Good lord, we're making references way above this film. I don't know how we can possibly get that balloon. That beautiful tulip can help. You must ride the tulip to your balloon. Come on, guys, get on the tulip. Uh, that's right. Get on the plant. <coughs> Pot. Yeah, this is obvious. You are going where no other fish has gone before. How about a kiss for luck? It would be my privilege. Oh. Holy mackerel! Jenny Presley just kissed a fish. Yes, she did. And Lloyd just called her out for cheating. That happened. And yes, yes it did. We got all five balloons! God damn you, Jupy! I hate you! pants fell down again? These are the most beautiful tulips in the whole wide world! But I've seen two things. Pot and tits. Yeah, it's like they're obsessed or something. That's what it took to get the writers through this movie. Of course, what's taking to get us through this? <laughs> oh, very... Please give this to Shloofy for his special day. Yeah, this was definitely edited in a weekend. Oh, very clearly. Uh, with visual effects slapped on the Monday after. Good luck on your big balloon adventure. Damn it, he almost made it out without words. <laughs> I know. With such an atrocious accent. 
One, one thought about uh, Lloyd. Keep in mind with the kid, the main kid in Angels in the Outfield did in 2012, with his career. Oh yeah, and God knows what Lloyd is doing now. I've seen a few things and all have been sad. Let's go! My measurements indicate the wind is steadily increasing. Uh-oh! Oh no! Come back, <laughs> They just said, oh no, before letting go of the balloons. There's only one force stronger than the wind. Okay, so love beats physics. Catch the balloons! I got him! I got him! Now let's get to Shoopy Surprise Birthday Party! Hi everyone! Shoopy Love, you're back! Goofy and Zuzi are outside too! Love is their last name. Lots of love. It's officially a cult town. Oh god, it is. Hey everybody, Shulfi is coming outside. Get ready to say surprise. All for a fucking on, pillow. All the puppets are there. You just know they stage fight clubs on their own birthdays. <laughs> yeah, the only reason they don't mention it is because they can't talk about it. Okay, so which puppet is which deadly sin? I'm not sure, they're all sloth, I think. Because this is definitely lazy shit. Take a seat, I'll go with you on that. We have a big birthday surprise for you. They're magical balloons! And they have a special birthday surprise for you! Oh god, the balloons are singing! And they're annoying. Balloons have two faces! Like the mayor and nightmare before Christmas. Hello everyone! <laughs> I've just arrived to legally leave your Germany for the first leg of my world tour. <laughs> no, you didn't. Your plane never left. You can't bullshit me. Dear birthday pillow! <laughs> your friends sure do love you, partner. And that's why we wanted to make gosh darn sure you had plenty of bubbles at your birthday party. <laughs> the bubbles! They burn! Do you think this was supposed to be post-converted to 3D and they ran out of money? I was just about to say that. This is so Feliz weird. Cumpleaños, Senior Sloopy. Or as you would say, happy birthday. Lola and Nero Sombrero salute you. Okay, this officially has more endings than Return of the King. And this piece of shit's finally over. And with that, we we can now switch to our just a few more thoughts on the film. Now that you've listened to our blow-by-blow -blow analysis of it, that was fun, by the way. It was fun. Here, I, I did a review of this that's up at badmoviezone.com, the B-Movie message board. And the central point that I made of it was simple. Kids' movies cannot... We can't settle for kids sitting through crap like this and that being okay. Kids are young. They're impressionable. And they deserve so much better than this crap. 
I mean, I hate to go this far, but really, if you... I want, okay, I was just about to call this mediocrity. This is less than mediocrity. This is horrible. Oh, this is not mediocrity at all. No. Like, this is... this is. I'm, I'm just going to call this... You know, I'm just going to call it... This is the worst children's thing. This is the worst thing made for children I've ever seen. Yeah, I'd have to put it there, too. I mean, uh, excluding, you know, the really low-budget direct-to-video kids specials, but this isn't that much better. No, and it was theatrically released. I don't, I don't, uh, there was some bribery going on for that, because it needs to be borne out. This was playing next door to movies like The Dark Knight Rises. When you get to the theatrical level, there is a certain minimum that should be expected. This didn't meet that. It's almost, like, you, you mentioned that you finally got around to seeing the, uh, half-in-the-bag review of Jack and Jill. Which is phenomenal, and I highly recommend to anybody. Oh, yes. You know, they say, when does a movie stop being a movie and start being a scam? This is pretty damn close. I've never seen Jack and Jill, so I can't, you know, tell you how close it is to that, but I think this is pretty damn close. I have little doubt that there was a certain amount of financial questionable stuff going on here. I mean, it's widely believed that The Room was a money laundering scam, for example. The Room? Yeah, or at least that it was funded with a money laundering scam. (laughs) The only difference is that that one's actually pretty entertaining, you know, despite itself. Once again, our podcast is up on The Room. Listen to that for our thoughts on it. But this is this is just amazing. And it's something that we didn't note in the cast was this sat on the shelf for about three years. Did it really? Yeah, it did. Hmm. Hence Lionsgate releasing it. That makes sense. Yeah, they, they, they released it to video. They did not handle theatrical distribution, but... Oh, okay. You know, it went through a certain period where, you know, it sat on the shelf as they tried to secure, I think, a more realistic distribution model before finally saying, screw it and going out by themselves. I... 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 I, I don't... I'm at, I'm at a loss. I mean, yeah, this, this sat on the shelf... That's why I think it was maybe considered for post-conversion, but they didn't have the money. Yeah, I mean, it does definitely feel like that. Like, you know, in case it doesn't come through the audio, Carrie Ewells is basically blowing bubbles in your face. Like, they they come out of that little thing that he's in, and they go directly at you. Another thing, again, is this cost about $20 million to make. And okay, that's not much money, obviously. But you know what? Pan's Labyrinth cost, I think, a little bit less. And look at that film. That film has amazing effects. Well, hell, the film was nominated for some visual Oscars. Uh-huh. At $20 million. And it's a classic. Pan's Labyrinth is an amazing film. As violent as it is, I'd rather kids watch that. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, our rating be damned, but I'll probably still play that for my kids. <laughs> yeah, it is It is a fairy tale of sorts. It, it all bit a dark one. Oh, it's, it's it's a wonderful film, and it's one that I really love. Perfect for the kid who's been raised on the Grimm's fairy tales. But again, that was a good one. We made reference to Paranorman, which was in theaters at the same time, which is a phenomenal, smart, funny, clever movie that did a better job of homaging the B-horror movies than most films aimed at adults have done. Yeah, and I, I had read before... Before seeing it, I was very excited for it, of course, but um, before seeing it, I read uh, uh, Edgar Wright had a tweet where he gave it his zombie stamp of approval. Yeah, I mean, 
that's just it. That that's a movie that deserves to be seen in the same league as Shaun of the Dead. I, I compared this also to Scott Pilgrim in that it has that similar kind of level structure, but it doesn't do anything as well as that movie. Well, you have to bring up a point if you haven't seen. I think we will link the Cinema Snob review of this. And we yeah, we must link it in the blog. But he he did mention that point that you know what. This is structured like a video game, a really bad children's video game. There were so many points from that review that I wanted to steal, but, I mean, no. I mean, that's the nice thing about this movie, is everybody has their own individual points about it. They all come back to one point. This movie sucks. And it not only sucks on a movie level, it sucks on a, you know, children's entertainment level. I I mentioned WALL-E. I mentioned Pixar. Those movies routinely gross at the absolute peak of, well, honestly, at the absolute peak of the year. They're almost always, in, at minimum, the top 20 of the year, usually top 10. Pixar movies are tremendously successful. Um, I mean, I think about how challenging Wally was, how challenging Up was, how those movies forced the young audience to pay attention and to, to care, to try. Those are great motion pictures. And I would rather sit a kid down and have them watch that for the billionth time than have them sit and watch this crap. Yeah, absolutely. Every Sunday, uh, family comes over. So, you know, niece, nephew, uh, sister, brother-in-law. And uh, we watch at least two movies in that, like, within that uh, four-hour evening. And usually it'll be a Pixar movie or even lately a classic Disney movie like Peter Pan or... Dumbo or Cinderella, you know, but you know, I don't, I can't count how many times we watched Wally and Up, and you know what, Up, I've seen it like a million times now. That first like ten minutes of visual exposition, I I cry myself silly every time. Oh, it's painful because it's real because that's a movie that actually challenges kids right off the bat with some realities. It's it's a movie that has a scene where a character is revealed to be infertile. And then we see those characters growing up without kids, and then we see them, one of them, getting sick and dying. That's a movie that challenges you. It's a movie that doesn't lie to you, doesn't sugarcoat you. I mean, for what it's worth, Up was my favorite film of that year, 2009, period. It's that great of a motion picture. I, I don't know, my brain is even hurting trying to contemplate the difference between that movie and this movie. Also, Up had Doug. <laughs> That's right, Doug the dog. That I think it's safe to say we both grew up in like the uh, the nineties where there was a uh, abundance of talking animal movies. This is by far my favorite depiction of talking animals in a children's movie, or really in any movie. This is the most accurate. Yeah, it's the most it's the most realistic. They actually have some dog psychology in there. You know, I I went into the film not knowing that this, you know, that it had talking animals, well, which is a br- which is brilliant on the uh, trailer side for not showing that because it's a surprise. But yeah, they talk with their collars, high tech collars. It's all like hyper structured sentences. My name is Doug. I have just met you, and I love you. And of course, one line that I have never been able to stop quoting. Smart master, and he made me this collar so that I may talk. Squirrel. Squirrel! Squirrel! <laughs> Squirrel! I mean, I love that movie. 
it has a joke in there about a kid getting killed. It actually has a child murder joke. A good child murder joke. That building's so close I could almost touch it. Wow, this is great. You should try this, Mr. Fredrickson. Look, there's a bus that could take me home two blocks away. Hey, I could see your house from here. Don't check around so much, kid. Look. Ah! Well, that's not going to work. I mean, that whole movie is brilliant. And I feel like we're talking about it because it is brilliant, because it is a great comparison. The Toy Story trilogy, as you watch those three movies as a cycle, it is about the idea of aging and about facing the realities of life, facing change. The status quo is not reset at the end of those movies. The closest they've come to that kind of thing has been in the short films, which are, because they're short films, quick, clever jokes. The short films have been amazing. I'm loving those. But I mean, again, I could do, I could go through this for everything. What Pixar does, what these people do, is amazing. And I just, looking at something like the Oogie Loves, it's cheap, it's dumb. And like we said, no, no educational value. Like, it doesn't even have that. I mean, Pixar, I guess, um, you can you can make arguments both ways about educational value, but I I think it does have educational value as life lessons. Well, I mean, I just mentioned some of the really heavy life things that those movies deal with. A lot of movies that are supposedly serious for kids don't. My my hatred for this series is just I mean, it's the Oogie loves. There's talk of doing another one. I doubt we'll ever see it. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'll never watch it. Is this like a standalone movie, or was this like a series before? Oh no, it's a standalone franchise. They wanted to do it with the Teletubbies, but the owners to that wouldn't let them, so... By the way, I have to make one note about this movie. This is just unbelievably offensive, but it's true. The creator of the property, Ken Wieselman, came up with the idea for the movie, because we didn't really touch on this in the cast that much, but the movie is designed as an interactive film. He was inspired by it after going to watch one of the Medea films and noticing how the audience talked back. That is so offensive that for me to even explain why it's offensive is offensive. Uh-huh. He was inspired by black people talking back at movies. I can't even begin. I'm not going to say one way or the other my thoughts on that stereotype, but that's just offensive. That's just disgusting. Wow, that's that's... That's that's horrible. It is, it is. I mean, Ugh. look, I'm all about interactivity. I'm all about people engaging with the movie and getting excited. Oh, yeah. You were right there when we went to see, when I saw The Avengers. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. We saw that together. Yes, we did. And that was a, the, that was a crowd where the audience was pumped, they were active, they were responding to the movie, and in turn, the movie was giving them what they wanted. Uh, we will eventually get... We'll get to movies like The Avengers in time, but it goes without saying we both absolutely will blown completely on our asses by it. This this is just this is crap. Yeah, it is. I feel like there's nothing more to be said about it. We've exhumed the corpse. Yep. Yeah, we did do the chat and we did post the chat on Facebook. We will in the blog we will at least link to the chat, if not post the entire original thing. We of course ad libbed and yeah, we both did edits on the script beforehand, but 
you know, it's it's pretty much verbatim, you know, otherwise. Yeah. It's always around the same. Oh, yeah. Every, yeah, everything's genuine. Uh, so is that it? Do we have any more to discuss, I think? I think, that, I think that'll do it for this one. All right. Pretty, yeah, nice and short. I'm Austin Shin. I'm Albert Wilton. See you next time. Adventure.